And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast. Uh, I'm hosting today, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman, with league analyst Tommy Severo. Um, we're gonna we haven't been on here since Week Seven preview. Uh, we did a IG live last Saturday night, kind of just talked about the games. Me and Morik kind of talked about the last week of the season. Um, playoffs are set. Uh, it was an exciting week eight. We had a lot of high intensity games. Had a couple, had one team forfeit. Shame on you, Vandy. Um, overall, though, great season, great week. Um, playoffs should be very exciting. Top ten teams made the playoffs. The seven through ten will play in the playing game, while the top six teams will also play this Sunday. But we'll wait until after those nine o'clock games are set to set up the full eight team bracket. But um, we can get started. We'll talk quickly about the. Um, the recap of week eight, but then we're going to really talk more about uh, week nine. I mean, not week nine, um, playoff week one, because that's really where everyone's head's at at this point. Um, first game of the day was Arizona State against Clemson. I played for Clemson. Uh, final score was 8 nothing. Uh, this was a very ugly game. Clemson scored in their first possession and then didn't score again. ASU missed three touchdowns by about three feet. Sam Allen was just a little off on his throws in the, throughout the entire game. Clemson's defense was very good, though. Played shorthanded, played with only six guys, and then me being the seventh. Trevor Garland had to play defense for the first time all season. Um, but gritty win, 8 nothing. ASU finishes their season at 2-8. and eight. Clemson finishes their season as a sixth seed at 6-4. Six and four. Honestly, this game was very boring. I played line on both sides of the ball. Thought I held my own all right. Um... Overall, though, I was kind of just disappointed with Trevor's offense not being able to score more points. Um, Arizona State's defense had been playing better as of late, but no Sedano, no Augie. You'd think that they'd put up more than eight points. They do not, and they were getting stopped a lot in the red zone, so I'd like to see that improve before this week. Um, that could be a big concern of theirs going into the playoffs. They've been having red zone trouble uh, throughout the year. Yeah, I think I remember them talking to, uh, t- talking to you or talking to me about it. Um, that's definitely been Achilles heel. They definitely could have a um, higher point total on the season. They just haven't been able to convert a lot of times inside they the They've got to be a little more creative inside the uh, five-yard line. Yeah, they just haven't really – they haven't been able to find those couple plays that work. I know you see, like, a lot of teams have, like, some plays that you see them go back to over and over again. Like, you see um, A&M, whenever they're inside the five, they have Justin or maybe Bowen play quarterback, start off block, something yeah, like yeah, that. I mean – Trevor's a great athlete. No, no, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. Like they have plays no need that to, work. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying uh, he's got to use his legs a little more. Yeah, I'm hoping that playoff Trevor brings a little more running. I know we've seen him run more in the playoffs in the past, so hopefully that continues. But that definitely has been the struggle of the, the Clemson offense this year. The defense played well. They are good flag grabbers. Um, they were definitely missing AK and Brett in that game. But uh, listen, down men able to get a win. So good for them. Finished six and four. Good regular season for them. Also at 9 o'clock was Army against TCU. TCU needed a win and a lot of help to make the playoffs. Army was locked into the playoffs but was fighting for uh, seeding positioning. Um, Noam Danino in this one. He's out for the next couple weeks. Um, Connor Mullen steps in and plays quarterback. No Kev Morris. Played great. Yeah, I was impressed by him. Um, A lot of short passes. Guys made good plays after the catch. Caught, uh, hit George on a couple of deep balls. George played a great game. Yeah, he was there. He showed up that game. Um, He definitely showed up. They needed someone to step up with Connor playing quarterback and Kev being out. Uh, George stepped up big time. Joe Nunes stepped up big time off the line receiving. Um, I thought they played a pretty good game in this one. They got off to a pretty fast start. I think they got up 13-7 after Joe Nunes pick six uh, basically at the goal line. 
Um, this is a little this is this is a little disappointing for TCU. Um, you go in needing a win against a team that's that doesn't have their quarterback is playing men down and you you can't pull it out. You'd think you'd be the hungrier dog coming into this I'm, game I'm, needing I'm the win. I'm not taking anything from Army. You know, I was talking to Mike Danino. Uh, Connor's he's played quarterback before. No, hundred percent. It's not like you know he's just thrown into the wolves. So uh, he throws a beautiful deep ball. Yeah. Oh my God. Cannon. Uh, great arm. Uh, I was talking to Mike. He's, he's more comfortable as a pocket passer than mm-hmm. he is running. Okay. But I, I could see that. I mean, he's got, he's got a phenomenal arm. Yeah. And you know what? He's got great football instincts. I've been watching him play throughout the year. And I come up to him all the time and say, where did they find you, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, no, no. Um, yeah, he's a friend of Danino's. He's now a staple of the league, hopefully. Yeah, he, great player. He's a great athlete. And he's just kind of – we kind of expected – I at least expected it to be – it go de- to go to for it to go decently. Um He's a good athlete, and when the ball's in your hands every play, you're running, you're making plays, he's a good arm. Um, and George made a couple of nice plays for him. And yeah, George was a, was a target for him. Yeah, it had to be a big target. Uh, but, you know, I think there was one uh, touchdown, one deep pass right before the half, was Yeah, it? right before the half. I mean, you know, it was a back great play. Was, yeah. Off the back foot. Great throw. But you know what? It, it's George and his size putting, you know, uh, like a um, sort of like a box out in basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, hundred percent. I mean, that you you need that kind of play, and you need a small quarterback to see that. And he did. He saw that. It was a great play by George. Great, great route, and you know, great body positioning. Uh, everything was perfect about the play. Loved it. Yep. I think uh, Army is a great team. They're even better with Danino behind center. Um, listen, I think this kind of showed they're they're a very good team. They have their quarterback. They go out there and they get a win. Um, they solidified at least the top four seed with that win. Um, but, yeah, I really have nothing else to say. They have, they have a really good team. The good line played well. More Carnish and Nunez. And they don't... Mork's a beast. Yeah, Mork, yeah. Like, um, they, I mean, yeah. It, no one plays with more heart than that kid. I mean, he shows up every game. He gives you everything he has. Uh, he never takes a playoff. No, he doesn't. Um, and Army comes out with the win. They win by six. Who won by Army? Finish the season. Oh, no, that was their... That was the first out of two. That was the first there two. TCU finishes their season two and eight. Disappointing first season for Hogarth, but I expect him to come back in the summer and be better than oh, this. You know season. what? Uh, statistically, he's, he put up good numbers. All right. Uh, yardage, no that. touchdowns, passing percentage. I, I thought he played well. He played well at times. Uh, His problem not, was closing games. Yeah, closing games as a team, not just him. Right. And also, line play throughout the season was a little. Attendance was shoddy. Um, didn't always get the best. Didn't always have the best line trying to protect him, but. Um, shout out to all those guys for a great season, um, and hope to see you all again in the league soon. Uh, ten o'clock. I played against Rob L uh, against UNC. Um, we intercepted the first pass of the game, and I kind of knew from that moment on it was going to be we were going to be cruising. Um, we pull out like I think a forty to fifteen win. Um, honestly, I'm just happy to see that our offense was able to move the ball, score a lot of touchdowns. Defense played very well. Dylan gets hurt second play of the game. Had to rebound off of that. I thought Matt Mascara played a good game, scored two touchdowns. Uh, Mark Kokoda scored two touchdowns. Keanu had one. It was a good tune-up before the playoffs. Locked up the 2C with a win, 8-2 and two on the season. Very great season for us. We only had one day where we just we just weren't good enough. We lost two games. But outside of that, I thought we had a very, very, very good regular season. And I cannot wait for the playoffs to start this weekend. I'm excited to get back out there. Playoff football is uh, what we all live for. Yeah, a little disappointed in UNC. 
I thought they had a good team. No fight in the last game of the year, too. Like, yeah. a win a win and a little bit of help would have gotten them in the playoffs, and they don't even yeah, – uh, and they kind of lose their fight from the first play of the game. After does we, this put an end to the uh, Yeah, Rob Yeah, Rob Licata came out to me and said that he was definitely done playing quarterback. Okay. Definitely will be back in the league as an athlete, very good player. Very but good player. just quarterback just wasn't meant to be. Um, I thought they had a good team. Mike Levis stopped showing up the last three weeks. Lebo missed this game, but I think they knew that he was going to miss this game. Did he not show up because of the, the? No, that I have no idea. I have no idea. I, I doubt it too. He he played. He plays for anyone. He's yeah, on, Mike, Mike's a good player. He's I, played on a bunch of teams that were good and bad. So I wouldn't. I'm not saying by any means saying that he quit on the team. I just think it hurt them that he wasn't able to show up the last three games of the season. Yeah, that hurts you. Um, fought hard at times. We liked them in the middle of the season, but just didn't weren't able to get over the hump in a couple of really close games. Fall short. Fought, finished two and eight. Um. Good season for all those guys: Johnny, Mahmoud, um, Pip, Oliva, Lebo, Rob Torino. Bunch of dogs in bunch that of, team. Yeah, a bunch of. It was a good team. It was a good bear down team. I thought. I thought they would be able to have a bit a little more success than they did. Um, for us, we're just looking right for the playoffs. Excited. Uh, other ten o'clock game was UAB against Clemson. Uh, you had some thoughts on this game. Yeah, so I had a problem. Go ahead. Yeah, I was looking forward to it. Okay. You know, it was entertaining. I watched the film. It was very entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. It, Maybe it wasn't as entertaining watching the film, watching the game itself. No, it's always entertaining when you have you have Mikey and, uh, and you know and he's going and IB is you know a cheat code when he gets the ball. Uh, things that bothered me about this game, uh, right before the end of the half, Clemson has a one point lead. Okay. And Trevor, uh, right before <laughs> right before the half, he wanted to just you know run out the clock or or call it half. Okay. And I had a problem with this the week before. When he had 16 seconds and two timeouts, and he wanted to run it into the half uh-huh. when he was down. Okay. So what happens is he throws up a, a, a forward pass and lateral back. The lateral back it winds up. It's behind the line of scrimmage. It's live ball on the ground. Mikey they, picks it up. Mix, Mikey picks it up. They're running a touchdown. And now he's pissed off. Comes to the sidelines. I knew we should have did that. We should have went into the half with a one point lead. All right. Here's here's my problem with that. You don't play scared. Not when you're a good team. Not when you're a good quarterback. Especially if you against think, a team like Mikey. Right, especially against a, a team like UAB. And I'm Mikey. But if you think a one-point lead is safe and you're satisfied with that, you're playing in the wrong position. You, you know what? It just to me, that that's, that's not how you play. I watch you play, Trevor. You make throws that I, other quarterbacks in this league can't make. You put it. You put balls through tight windows. I seen you make a nice throw. You turn around, touchdown. You pound your chest. You do a little dance. If you're that confident, then be confident before the half. Do what NFL teams do before the half. They run the ball. If they get a big run, you know what? Boom! Call the timeout and we'll throw the ball. Yeah. You don't have to. I mean, you're an athlete. Run the ball on first down. Yeah. If you don't want to roll your legs, hand the ball off. You know what? Then you can go into the half and you won't have a problem. Don't blame. You know what happened? Listen, it was a bonehead play, but don't blame that on why. Uh, you, you 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 go you were losing at the half and you wind up losing the game. You gotta play fearless in this game. How many possessions do you think you get in the game? Maybe six or seven. Yeah, if you're lucky. And seven. you gotta make every one of them count. Even that even that's before the half, yeah. or under a minute with timeouts. Every possession counts. I just think it's so hard to score points in this league sometimes, and uh, definitely don't want to waste possessions if you have the opportunity. Um, I do agree um, sometimes with taking it to half based on situation but no I agree in a, in a, in a competitive game a one score a one point game um, you get the ball with a minute to go or even less than a minute to go but you have timeouts to spare run the ball see if you pick up listen you, there are a lot of guys there are a lot of plays in this league that I, we've been seeing over for years that um, 
little run turns into a huge game because guys don't make flag poles. But yeah. regardless, um, I think UAB won the game by 13, 38 to 25. Uh, they were up by two, three scores most of the game, I'm pretty sure, from what I heard. I watched. I thought it was very competitive. It looked very competitive, so maybe it I was, missed something. It was. Another thing I have to point out, yeah. there was a, a play IB uh, just toasted. Uh, who's who's covering on that play? I can't uh, remember. Was it Brooklyn? On the outside? Yeah. It was probably Beckham or... Right, it was yeah. Beckham. That, it was Beckham because I remember... Uh, I, and Trevor's on the sideline and he's saying, oh, uh, that was the wrong coverage. You shouldn't have had that coverage. So I think uh, Mike Corker was watching the game. And he says, well, why don't you say something? Yeah. You're the captain of the team. He goes, well, I don't call the defense. You bear calls the defense. No, but you know what? You think... Take, I'll take Mike Gargano. And you think he'll be silent about that if he saw a coverage he didn't like? No. Nah. No. Be a leader. Open your mouth. Yeah, even if you're not running the defense, you can say something. Hey, I don't like that coverage. Let's yeah. oh, oh, let's let's move the safety over. Let's let's get someone over the top on him. I, I just you can't be silent if you, if you see it and you don't like it. Very Clemson centric review. Uh, UAB does pick up the win. IB scores multiple touchdowns for another another just racking up the totals on the season. Uh, this was his best game. I thought this was one of his best games in terms of just um, showcasing the entire ability to catch and run, catch a deep ball. Um, just make a lot of different types of plays, middle of the field, cooking, kind of making guys miss, um, as we've seen him do many times before. That offense is cooking going into the playoffs. I like where they're at. They, oh, hold on, that was their first game. That was their first game. I know their second game. I know their second game was better, but the second game was worse, I mean. But um, I like the way they looked in this game, and I still like them going forward. I think they're a great team. They play good defense. Um, they pull flags well, and they're a loud, energetic uh, bunch. So... Um, they pick up the win against Trevor and Garland. Uh, Garland finish it. Trevor and Garland. Trevor and Clemson. They finish six and four in the season and the sixth seed. Uh, at eleven o'clock, UAB played against Houston, which um, a lot of people stayed and watched. I think that was a very high intensity game. Um, low scoring, nineteen thirteen final for Houston. Um, I liked what I saw out of Houston. Really good defensive intensity. How many in a row is that for them? Six in a row to enter the playoff. Enter, well, five in a row. They get the uh, forfeit win against Vandy. Give them six in a row. After a couple of one-point you know, uh, one losses. Three one-point losses. Yeah. Now six straight wins heading into the playoffs. They, they got their shit together, man. The outside, rest of the league better take notice. Yeah, outside of Texas A&M, they're the hottest team in the league probably. Uh, they finished as a seventh seed at six and four. They get this win. Um, Tim Howard was, I thought, the story of the game. Um, he was playing up on IB. He blew up all of their screens. Yeah. Um, two or three of them, they Jaleel missed the block. Tim did Tim or you know, I won't say Jaleel missed the block. I'm gonna say Tim did a good job of avoiding the block or riding the block to make the tackle. Steve Ruiz played very well in this game. Um, and I thought that Houston moved the ball very well. Obviously, UAB has a very good defense and they were bend but don't break. They make a lot of tackles, they force you to um they force you to earn your yards and earn your touchdowns because they don't give you um, free play that free plays um, like pl- big plays where they miss flags and whatnot. But I did think Houston did a good job managing the game. Their defense stepped up to play in this game. And they, Rougeau, Rougeau was oh Rougeau, I forgot Rougeau scored two touchdowns in this game and played um, great defense. Played, too. Had a couple pass breakups on Don Plumbo on deep balls. Uh, Rougeau's Rougeau, uh, Rougeau finished top five in the league in receiving yards this year. Uh, he's big, a player, man. big, uh, big season for Rougeau. Uh, he's one of the main main guys on that Houston offense, which I, th- I believe scored the most points in the league at thirty point three three points per wow. game on the season. Um, it was either me or it was either me or Tommy and um, potential first round matchup there. Um, but yeah, Houston is rolling on offense, rolling on defense. They look really good. They're they're confident bunch. They got great line play. They yeah, Rags, Mike Clark, Austin. They got they got players. Rags they got is unbelievable. Players. Rags. What, what an athlete, man. Yeah, Rags has really turned it on this year. 
Uh, he finished. The th- he finished. Year he, he might have to make the old Tommy team. Yeah, he might. Uh, people were asking if you were going to unveil the fifty-three man roster today. I told them uh, maybe, uh, maybe <laughs> on next week's pod. But uh, oh, but yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Houston makes up a big win. Tim Howard caught a touchdown. Rajot caught two touchdowns, and they uh, improved oh, no. to nineteen thirteen. They sealed this game with my favorite play in this uh, league. The Austin, uh, Austin comes out, on yeah, on the screen to Howard. I mean, it's so deadly. It's so deadly that play. Yep, it definitely is. And if you're play- facing them in the playoffs, be ready for it because it is part of and their offense. Austin's a road grader, and and, yeah, and, that, and Tim is I will a, take it to the house. Tim is a speedster. Um, yeah, Houston Bulls had 19-13 win. Good win for them as they enter into the playoffs to get their first win against a against a, a playoff team. I'm pretty sure they beat most of the teams that didn't make the playoffs. But hey, beat who's on your schedule. We lost by one three points three one point three straight times. Yeah. So they're a team to be reckoned with. The seventh seed finished six and four on the season with the forfeit win against Vandy in the second game. Nice. Um also at eleven o'clock. There's no uh against an ULA. Oh no, I'm sorry, the Jerocless ULA team against uh Army. Army playing the second game of a their uh double header on the last day of the regular season. Uh ULA needed at least one win on this day to solidify themselves into the playoffs. Um, and they do that, just that, in this game against Army. Army, a uh, little slow coming out of the gates. Um, T.Y. playing quarterback for ULA helps them jump out to an early 12-0 lead. Um, Mullen found George to cut it to 12-6 to at a point. Ran one in to get it to 20-12. to But T.Y. and ULA were just a little bit too much defensively. They suffocated Mullen, made things uh, very difficult for him in the pocket, I thought. Um, and they really didn't allow any big plays out of the Army offense and held them to 12 points. Always a good thing in the league when you can hold a team under 15 points. And ULA pulls out the big win without Jarrock 20-12. to 12. Did you see any of this game? No, I was watching the other game. The other game? Oh, yeah, it was way more way more uh, highlights. Honestly, I'm not together with ULA. I didn't think that that was going to be a game. Uh, you thought Army, Army was, Army was come coming in. in hot, and uh, ULA playing without their quarterback. Uh, I really never saw two I play, but, you know, uh, Big ups to him because he played a great game. Yeah, he managed the clock. He ran the ball very well, and uh, he was a good play caller. He got a lot of guys the ball in good position. Shawnee uh, had a rushing touchdown. Um, also threw a conversion. Ty threw a touchdown at Taji. Um, they had a bunch. Of, they, I think they intercepted the ball five times in this game. Um, they caused a lot of turnovers, and their defense won this game. But you got to give Ty a lot of credit. He came out there and played very well. ULA gets the win that gets them into the playoffs. Um, he was a man of many talents. Yeah, he is a man of many talents. They call him, they say he's him. <laughs> Himothy. Himothy. The, the man can play, he, he plays D. He plays he, a lot of positions. He plays O. Uh, and and yeah, he's bad. 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 He runs his mouth better than more. Oh, he's right up there. I'll put him up there with, with Mikey. I'll put him up there with. Uh, doing the trash talking? Oh, yeah. You know, he definitely runs his mouth the entire game. And uh, it, it helped them get this win. They uh, improved to, I think that put them at 3 and 6 on the season. Uh, and Army falls to 7-3, closing out their year. I finished as the four seed behind Cal U, but ahead of UAB with the head-to-head win. They will see UAB in the first round of the playoffs. Army? Yes. Oh, that'll be a good game. It'll be a great game. Last night I played it was 17-13 final. Is Mike playing? No. UAB. <laughs> okay. Uh, 12 o'clock games. Vandy forfeited against Cal U. Vandy. Fuck you. But... Happy you guys all played in the league. Wish you guys would have had a better season. Leota, Malozzi, Johnny Alive, and Orlando, all those guys. 
Um, hope to see you in the league again. But really, fuck, a big, big fuck you to me for not showing up last week of the season. Only have three, four guys there. Yeah, when they could have, could they? They could have, they could have fielded the second game for sure. But no, if they if they won, were they getting in anywhere? If or? they would have won the games, they would have been in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... with something to play for in the last week of the season, just not a good look. Um, Cal, you picks up the forfeit win. Um, if you, if yeah. you, I explained to everyone at the field that I was asking stats for fourth win, I just give the winning team their season average. Losing team gets nothing. Uh, Douglas kind of got screwed on that one. He was fighting for the league lead in sacks, and he had to take his average. He wasn't getting the league league. He had 12. Chase had finished with 22. Oh, right. Oh, I thought he was... Yeah, uh, Chase finished. Uh, that well, I, that, that uh, spoils that, but yeah, Chase got, ended up getting the sack record. Um, yeah, but no, no, Douglas definitely was looking for a big game. He had 12. I think he had 10, go, 10 or 11 going in. I, get, I think he gets two for that because average is about one point something, but... Um, yeah, no, that's how stats go for that. And point differential, same thing, average for points. Four, zero for points against. Uh, next game was Vandy also forfeited later against ULA in the, the finishing the makeup and also forfeited against Houston in their 1 o'clock game. And, and I know this season's over. I'm not saying Joe Liotta plays with Hart and, you know, he shows up every game and gives you everything he has. Malozzi was having a great season. Yeah. No, some guys that are having great seasons on that team. I, but I mean, they were, those, are, those are the only two guys that showed up, and it, it's kind of disappointing. Yeah, I hate to see that. I didn't um, see Alvina for, miss Alvina for like five last five weeks of the season, last yeah. four weeks of the season. A lot of injuries on their team. But, yeah, uh, yeah lost season for Vanderbilt, lost season for Leota. Hope to see all those guys back in the league I soon. think if he drafts again, I think he's going with you know, people that want to show up and play. Yeah, I think he. I think uh, one of the big things in the draft is how many guys you can get to buy into your system and not question you. Not question your your authority, your ability, and uh, he had a lot of that at times in his team. I felt. I, I don't know how because like I, I know. said, he, was, he slings the ball around the. He, I'm a, I'm he, he was a true fan. gunslinger this season, and he's a leader, man. Like he, 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 he just wants to go out there and win, man. He just wants guys that are going to go out there and compete hard with him. So he doesn't ask for a lot, and yeah, his team and wasn't listen, able to provide I, it to I, him. I've at seen times. Joe win in this league before. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. Disappointing. Uh, let's get to the other games of the day. Um, ULA played against, oh no, no, uh, A&M played against Memphis. We'll talk about A&M versus Memphis. Uh, absolute blowout. A&M gets to 9-0 on the season, wins 33-7. to Um, freak train right now. They're, they're marching. They look good. Justin, two touchdowns in this game, couple of three interceptions. Uh, Vin just couldn't get it going. Kind of came into this game knowing they were going to be in the play in regardless of their outcome. Yeah. Um, took the game a little lightly. I think only had six guys show up. Um, crazy play in this game. I got. I got to mention it. Latempa catches a little, like a little lineman screen, and he starts running on the field. And Suroff is running behind him, and goes pitch, pitch, pitch. And Latempa literally just turns around, didn't even think, just pitches it right back to Suroff. Suroff catches it, runs back the other way for a touchdown. That's an MVP like that. That is an MVP like play. Hearing that from Ollie Garbolato in the back. Um, yeah, Suroff's been great all season. He's protected the ball well. He is um, really in a good groove right now. He's slinging the rock. Bowen got a lot very involved in this one. Uh, Din's been a great player defensively for them all season. Um, yeah, just a really good overall team effort. They had Joe Flynn play a lot of line for them. So we got out Patty Tuna, who I believe is making his return for the playoffs. Um, excited to see that. But yeah, just a very, very disappointing game from Memphis. I feel like they are kind of heads right of it early. Then through an early interception, kind of altered the game early. So um, yeah, I'm excited to see Memphis kind of Regroup, finish 5-5 five and five in the season, finishes the 8th seed. They're going to play ULA in the first round of the playoffs. Um, I'm looking to see a way more focused ULA team uh, for this week. 
because they didn't look very focused and into the game during this one. But A&M takes care of business, becomes the first team to get to 9-0 in Bear Down history. Uh, last game of the day, you know, two more, there are two more games. Rowan's two games. They played against ULA, where they pull out a 21-19 victory. Uh, Negron played well in this one. Hobbled. Hobbled, and Dexter played very well in this one. Had two touchdowns, had 95 yards receiving, had um, two interceptions on defense. It was uh, it was all Rowan, honestly, in this one. ULA kind of tried to muster a little bit of a comeback. They had Jarrock and T.Y. both playing quarterback. I'm excited to see kind of what route they take in the playoffs because uh, T.Y. definitely is playing a little better. I know Jarrock had the two very long touchdown runs in this game. Um, or no, well, the one really long touchdown run in this game. But um, T.Y.'s look good back there. I'm excited to see what they decide to do. Maybe they mix it up a little bit, go with a little bit of a uh, dual quarterback system. But uh, Rowan, impressive. Rowan needed one of these two wins to get to the playoffs. They got the big win there against uh, ULA, finished three and get them up to three and six. You watch this game? Not really. Not really. You're probably watching the end of the other game. Um, and then really in their last game of the day, they played against A&M. They wanted to try to spoil the undefeated season. Um, I wasn't going to let them just take a forfeit and get the win, the 10-0 that way. But uh, A&M had called pick sixes. They, they got Chase's record, and they just that was it. They were yeah, done. I don't know. Yeah, it was. they finished like seven minutes to go, 30-7 to seven final. Back-to-back. Uh, back. Chase was giving uh, Flynn all sorts of trouble on the well, line. Well, obviously, it was one of the best I, defense linemen in the league. I would like to see, listen, I know uh, Matt, Matty D plays on the other end. But why not switch it up? Let him let Chase run across the other side of the line. I wanted to see if he would have done that. Because the D lineman's just gonna go where he wants to I, go. I, but let me see. Let me see. Let me oh, see him do it. No, I'm putting my best D lineman against the, the worst O lineman on their uh, team. Okay, every day. so I, I want to see if he was up for the challenge. Oh, I think Chase because, was up for the challenge. Listen, Matt was pounding chest. He goes, he ain't doing that to me. So I would like to see that. One play, maybe just switch switch positions, see if Chase switches. All right, well, maybe if if Rowan if Rowan wins their playing game, you will get that matchup because they will play against. Well, A&M. towards the end of the game, I think you know you had uh, Serov actually came stepped on the line. Yes, yeah, so uh, the offense wasn't moving the ball that well, and it, not saying they weren't moving it, but it was a little bit more of a struggle. The the well, rush was getting Chase was having fast. his way. Well, yeah, of course. So they figured uh, Justin play a little QB. Listen, this is I, their, I think already, the game was already decided by then. Uh, it was nineteen to seven. It's not, that's not yeah, the side. You know, yeah. I think I think they weren't I think moving A&M, the ball. They uh, weren't. I think A and M showed a little, little little. We got this in the back pocket if we need it type of yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, listen, they've done it with their goal line packages where they get Justin in. Mm-hmm. So he's he's not new to taking snap. You no, know, and you know how ball. it is with, with guys that are that athletic with the ball in their hands. Yeah, great things can happen. We saw it with Dino this year. We've seen it with IB in the past. Um, yeah, um, if they if they had any type of offensive line injury in the playoffs, they have a package they can go to. They can run Justin at quarterback and start off at line. That would well, work. If Tuna healthy Tuna comes back, that makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah, um, yeah. So A and M picks up thirty seven victory. Congratulations to them. They finished as the first regular season first undefeated, undefeated team. team and they didn't didn't have to play against UAB or Louisville, but hopefully we'll get <laughs> one of us in the semifinal or the finals. Oh, listen, you got to do what the ooh, Patriots couldn't ooh. on the perfect season. Just complete it and win a championship. Yeah, no, listen, you play who you got to play. You got to go out there and win 10 times. They had some close calls. They beat uh, UNC 15-13, beat Army 20-18, 18-point comeback. Uh, just just a really good season by them. Justin, absolutely phenomenal season. Suroff, great season. All those guys, the offensive line stepped up when we said before the season that was their potential weakness on the team. 
and Tuna Torino and De Phillips. De Phillips. They stepped up and they played very well. And this team is looking like a juggernaut going into the postseason. Uh, anything else on the regular season before we start talking about the the matchups? Nope. Nope. No, All right. Good. Let's get into uh, what? What do you want to say over there? I know you want to say something. I'm going to cap. But... Wait. No, no capping yet? No capping yet. Okay. He might cap in a little bit. All right. Let's get to the playoff reca- uh, preview. Uh, ten teams make the playoffs. The playing games are at 9 o'clock on Sunday at the Blue Turf in Sayreville. Uh, let's talk about Houston versus Rowan first. Talk about it. Hot Last time these two teams played, 34-26 victory for Houston. Right. Back in, like, week five, maybe. Right. A lot of, a lot of turnovers early in that game. I don't suspect it's going to be the same thing. Let's hope that uh, Negron is healthy. But uh, I'm going to go with a team that's, well, probably one of the hottest teams, if not the hottest team, aside mm-hmm. from A&M, because they won every yeah, game they played. Uh, Houston. <laughs> Houston, they're, they're firing all cylinders. They're playing great. Yeah. Like I said, getting great line play on both sides. Does it change your opinion that Rags is probably not going to be there? Oh, that does change my opinion. Why is he going to be there? I, I just believe he's not going to be in the state. I think he has some vacation or something. Oh, that'd be a big blow. Yes, I'm. I I, I believe that's what I heard at the field. Especially um, when you got to go to a new center. Yeah, new center, and someone else got to step up on the offensive line. Not sure who it's going to be. Um, but in this game, I'm going to take the team, like you said, that is absolutely rolling right now. They're playing at an extremely high level on offense and also playing very well in defense. Tommy Glante is the two, the better of the two quarterbacks, and I believe that he will be able to get this done in this game. He's a veteran of the league. He's coming off of a finals appearance last time he was in the playoffs. Um, and I expect them to come out on top. I think the keys to the game... Uh, for Rowan, got to keep the game low scoring, got to force Tommy into bad decision making. Chase is going to have to have a big game. Christian Dexter going to have to have a big game on the defensive line. Um, as well as Frankie. Frankie finished, I believe, Frankie finished third in the league in tackles this season. There's going to be a battle for Chase. He's yeah. got to go with either Corker or uh, Austin. Austin. Yep. Uh, it's gonna be Th- a, those are two, you know, all pro players, yep. uh, all American players. What? Yeah, you think? Not. It's going to be hearing, a game. I'm hearing Chase um, is getting the better of them in this ju- one. Just a suggestion. Uh, for who? For Rowan. Get the ball to Paulie early and often, please. Yeah, I think this is the game where if you have any d- doubts about where the ball needs to be thrown, if you're Negron or if you're Dexter, if Negron is unable to play due to injury, um, you got to throw the ball to Paulie. you got to get him involved. And you have to sometimes, when even if you don't think he's open, just put that shit up there. Yeah, if you got to put go a 50-50 there and make a ball up to anybody, he's as good as anyone Just let him go up there and make a play. Let, let him Rowan, Remy probably. Let it happen. You got a big game from who? Remy. Big game from Remy. That's yeah. the word on the go, street from Augie. Go out swinging, I say. Yeah, go out swinging. Um, it, listen, a a a a three a receiver set of Paulie, Dexter, and Remy. That's a, it's two fast guys with a big body to go over the top on defenses. I think that Rowan can keep, will keep this game competitive because they have a very good defense and they pull flags well. But I'm gonna take Houston and Tommy Galante. Even without rags, yeah, you agree? Yeah. Plus, right. plus, if they bring that defensive intensity as board against UAB, they can be tough. Yeah. Okay. So we both have, uh, we <clears throat> both have, um, Houston. Houston. All right. Other playing game also at nine o'clock. Eight seed Memphis taking on nine seed ULA. Um, these two teams played two weeks ago. Vingariano did not play. ULA came out on top, 29-25. Piscopo was playing quarterback for uh, Memphis. Um, I'm throwing that game out because Vin did not play. 
um, in this game. Augie, I believe, is playing for ULA. Are we getting a full ULA squad? No, or? we're missing Bigford. We're missing Steve Saletto and probably somebody else. They're going to have six there. Augie's playing for Bigford as the seventh, I believe. Is DeLon playing? DeLon is playing. I believe they have... Uh, Chandler Jones is playing. They're going to have Mikey Freeman, potentially, or someone from Wait, ASU. you're playing for playing. Memphis? Yeah, he's playing. No, he's playing for ULA. I think uh, someone from your team's going to end up playing for Memphis for TJ Brown permanent sub. That's bad. That's bad? That's one of you guys... That's one, automatic talent. One of you guys is getting the win. Um, oh wait, someone's up from Memphis. Yeah, 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 no, 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 not for you. Only you're only you're subbing for your. Oh, you no, no, I don't know. It's my it's a lower level sub because TJ Brown was a six round pick, so it's like Mikey Freeman or no, Sam Allen. All right. Anyway, regardless, in this game, I'm excited. I, I don't know. Like I said before, I don't know who's gonna be playing quarterback for uh, ULA. I would expect Jarrock, but I could see that if things are moving slow or they're not getting out to a hot start, you could see some Ty under center. Uh, Augie's going to have to play a big factor in this game at receiver. You're going to have to make a lot of plays for them. Uh, but in this game, it's going to be hard-pressed for me to pick ULA without a lot of their key guys. Um, I know Taj also is not showing up, I'm pretty sure. If the line of Chris Hunter and Latempa can control the line of scrimmage and make things difficult for Jarrock throwing the ball and help protect Vin, I think the athlete advantage has to go to um, Memphis with uh, TJ Angstad, Delon, Isaiah—they just got a lot of good, a lot of good athletes out there. Um, I'm gonna take Vin. Vin is still the, one of the goats of this league, and I'll take him to get the win over Jarrock in the eight-nine game. Yeah, you know what, what I'm gonna say. I don't like betting against Vinko Gano in a big game. Yep. Uh, so I'm just gonna swim in Memphis again. Uh, I need Delon to be the guy he was at the end of last year. Uh, mm -hmm. Locked probably, in. Yeah, locked in and the best player on the field. I mean, championship game, he locked down poorly, and that was yep. the MVP. 100%. So I need that from DeLon. So if I'm going to call someone out this week, I'm calling him out. I need to. I need that superstar player on the field. It's the playoffs. Let's make it happen. Yep. I think uh, I think he, he obviously has shown he has that ability to be the best player on the field at any time. Um, and if they're going to win, he needs to be that. He needs to be the defensive presence, flag pulling, as well as offensive presence and making plays for Vin and uh, at receiver. So uh, we're both taking Memphis, and we're both taking Houston. So with that being said, at 10 o'clock, with that being said, we'll have Houston playing against Louisville. That's the 2-7 matchup. Um, 10 o'clock start for that one. Houston on the second game of a back-to-back. Um, yeah, we're probably playing without Dylan. Probably only going to have seven. Still hurt? Yeah, I mean, he got hurt in the second play of the game. His ankle hasn't looked much better. No Keanu? No, Keanu is going to be there. You would have been hyped right now. I would have been subbed. Um... No, listen, in this game, I think with the rain potentially or the winds being high, it's going to come down to which team can take care of the ball and which team doesn't make um, – and which team capitalizes on their – capitalizes on the other team's turnovers and scores when they're inside the 10. Uh, we, we, uh, we've had good offense the last two weeks. We've done well scoring inside the 10, so I'm excited to see if we can continue to keep that rolling. Probably going to see a lot more running from me and Tommy in this game. And uh, I just hope that we're able to get up on them early and kind of put our put our foots on their throats and kind of put them out. Don't give them a chance to kind of stay in the game and keep yeah. it keep you, it close. You kind of had your way with them last time you played them. Yeah, a long time ago. I think it was week two, second game of our third, third game. A lot of, of our turnovers. Season. Yeah, a lot of turnovers for them. Tommy's, so you know uh, how to play, Tommy. Yeah, listen, me and Tommy have had a lot of battles in this league. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing new, but, you know, no. you have a sense of what you want to do against them defensively. Yeah, I sent my game plan out last night. We talked about, we talked a bunch in the group chat about what we want to do. More so defensively, offensively, I call 
my plays and I make things happen. But defensively, we need to be sound. We need to know what we're looking for, and we need to be calling out their plays before they happen. Mm. Um, I listen. You watch a lot of Tommy film. You see, like, there's plays they call. He likes to go to a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of slants. Likes to go to some screens. You know, they have that play in their book. Obviously, he scored a lot of touchdowns on it. But they got guys. They got a three-headed monster in Rougeau, Steve Ruiz, and Tim Howard. So um, it's gonna be a lot for us to handle. Obviously, I'm gonna pick us to win. Um, it's gonna be a close game. Hmm. Now, hmm. Well, you're, you're definitely playing them, right? It's it's not. Yeah. A, well, if they win, we play them. Right. If you, and if they if they lost to Rome, we would play the winner of Memphis versus ULA. Okay. But I'm we're both projecting Houston and Memphis to win. Okay. Predicting. This is tough. Yeah, no, it's a tough game. They're a good seven seed. Uh, you without Dylan, that that hurts a lot. That's that's your top receiver. Top receiver, great defensive player. Yeah. That, very that's, good. That's very a big blow. Hey, first round pick. He's a big and, part of our team. Houston's coming in hot, and uh, I'm just happy Rags might not be there, and that we have our full line there. That's got, the only thing I'm happy you about. You got to deal with the Kurtzman curse. Uh, ha, ha, that's ha. tough. Haven't been, haven't been to, the, <laughs> haven't got a playoff win since since uh, you let uh, spring. That was the last time I won a playoff game. Semifinals. Yeah, I didn't make the playoffs with the Bears, and I lost first round in the fall. I know. Last time I won a game in the playoffs. Oh, you only played one playoff game? No, I beat you in the semifinal. Yeah, it was the first one. Tough. Sam Allen. Tough. Regs is big, and I'm going to tell you why. No, no, no. All right. What are you thinking? Not having Regs there is big because I I don't know if the center is going to. Augie's at Louisville. Augie's at Louisville. Who are you thinking? I want to say Louisville, but, you know. It is the second game of a doubleheader. I don't know who this center is. I don't know if the snaps are going to be clean. That could be a big, big. Uh, They're going to have to get creative game. on offense, I think, with the loss of rags. All right. Uh, I really, I want to take Houston, but I'd, I'd have to, I have to go with my gut and go with the uh, the steady hand, and I'm going to go Louisville. Yeah, I told Dylan I get him one, so he can keep playing. So I'm going to go get him one, hopefully. All right, other 10 o'clock game, Army versus UAB. Rematch of game a few weeks ago. Mike Dino was playing quarterback in that game. He will not be playing quarterback in this game. Um, Connor Mullen will be playing quarterback. Uh, last time they played, Army pulled out a 17-13 to victory. Uh, very, uh, It was a very high-intensity defensive battle. Teams making a lot of fly grabs, a lot of big plays. Um, in this game... It's going to be ugly. This game's going to be ugly. I'm expecting very low scoring. Mikey usually plays low scoring games in the playoffs. Um, the key to Army, obviously, is control IB. Don't let him break loose. Don't let him break for long touchdowns. And if you're UAB, you just need to force Connor into bad decisions and force Kev Morris and George and Dean to beat you rather than Connor on his feet. Um, I think UAB has a very good flag point defense, and I think their defensive line can match anyone's in the league. So, uh, this is going to be a tough test for Army without their quarterback, but I know that their guys are up to it. What do you like and what do you don't like? UAB, alternate spread, minus nine and a half. Augie's taking UAB, alternate spread, minus nine and a half. I, I, I don't like the fact that they lost the ULA at, in the second half. Uh, second, second game, game of the double doubleheader, yeah. Didn't like that when I felt that they were a superior team, supposed to come off a, a big win in the first game with, you know, with Connor on quarterback. Yeah. Um... I'd be a problem. Uh, and here's the thing. If ULA gave him problems, of course, T.Y. used his legs as well as his arm, Mikey's one of the best at doing that, too. Yeah. Uh, Mike can use his legs. <laughs> Mike can use his arm. And he's got IB in his pocket. Uh, I, I've been a big fan of, of Army the whole year. Um, I had him ranked early when no one else wanted it. I thought so, that yep. they deserved it, and I know they did. Uh, big fan of Connor. 
Uh, but this is his first playoff uh, game in this league. I'm sure he's played in other leagues before. Yeah, I imagine so. Uh, so I don't think pressure's going to be a problem. No. But, but uh, I'm going to go with experience and, and the guy that's been there before. I'm gonna Got go two with, champions, on a lot of champions on this UAB team. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with Mikey. Listen, I think um, one of the things the UAB is going to have to improve on for the playoffs is finding creative ways to make sure IB touches the ball. Um, everyone in the league knows they like to run that screen. Everyone in the league knows, knows they're going to line him up under center. You have to have plans for all that stuff. You have to, But for Mikey, they need to be creative and uh, disguise the way they're getting him the ball because you know that they're going to be all over it. They're going to have multiple sets of eyes guarding IB, uh, looking at IB, focusing on IB at all times. I think this is a big game where maybe IB, now I'm not saying use him as a decoy in any way, but you're going to be able to run stuff off of your normal stuff because Army's going to have to be very prepared for the screens, for the quarterback draw, for everything. So I think, um, Mikey, be creative. Have some have some counters off your normal plays ready to go. And uh, you should be able to get it done. Because they're so shorthanded, I got to take UAB. Well, because Army's so shorthanded, I got to take UAB. But Army has got a bunch of dogs on that team. And if they're able to keep this game close, which I expect them to because their defense is very good, um, they could pull out the win. But I'm going to have to go with UAB. Yeah. I'm not taking so the minus nine and a half balls in its spread. It wouldn't surprise me at all if, if Army won no, this game. No, no. Uh, again, I didn't like the way that UAB ended uh, their season. No, they did game. not. No, they only scored 13 points in that last game of the year. They did not look good offensively, and defensively they still were themselves. But um, it could be a, uh, it could, it's gonna be an interesting game. I'm really, I'm pissed that I can't watch it because I gotta, I gotta play at the same time. Um, usually not like that in the playoffs, but is what it is. What you UAB? Uh, Augie's uh, Augie's sign language in UAB right now. All right, uh, 11 o'clock games. Memphis versus Texas A&M, a game that we just watched happen the week before. A&M, uh, 10-0. Suroff and Justin, like we told them in the chat, 10-0 don't mean nothing if without the ring. Uh, are they the 73-9 Warriors? Or are they the KD Warriors? That or the 18-0 Patriots. Or the 18-0 <laughs> Patriots to stay on the same sport. Um, listen, we saw this game happen last week. A&M rolled them. But, like I said, I don't know how into it Memphis was. I expect Vingarano to have a, a much more competitive, higher competitive spirit early in this game. Um, they're going to be prepared and ready to go. It's going to be a battle. Uh, on the line, I like the matchup. I think that they match up very well. I think that Matt Ballow could play a big factor in this game on the defense side of the ball. He pulls a lot of flags, and he kind of clogs up the middle. You can't spell ball out. Without Ballo. Okay. I, I, that was, that's what I heard on the sideline at some point. Um, I think that... Yeah, right? Um, I think that uh, if Memphis is going to win this game, like you said earlier, DeLon has to be the best player on the field. That's a tough thing to do with Justin on the field. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a, a battle if we see that game happen later in the day. Um, Sarov's going to have to take care of the ball. Going to have to um, continue to be the smart quarterback that he's been all season. And he can't let the pressure get to him. Um at the end of the day, he's got three more wins to go to to complete this perfect yeah. season. Listen, we know we're calling him out, and we, uh, you know all the uh, times that he didn't succeed when he should have. Who? Uh, uh, Sir. Oh, okay. But here's the thing: you drafted a great team. A great team. You know you're, you're strong everywhere. Rely on that. Fall back on that. The, you know those guys will help you get to the finish line. But yeah, you got to lead them there. Yep. Uh, I think we're gonna see a bevy of Justin targets, regardless of who was guarding him. I think we're going to see a lot of uh, Bowen as well. It's going to be a very interesting game. 
I'd be hard-pressed to bet against the number one seed, so I'm going to take Texas A&M. I'll but A&M. this is going to be a scary game for A&M. You're taking yeah, A&M all, also? I got all Bowen over props. You, okay, Augie's taking all Bowen over props, but yeah, he's also the taking... the going to be on uh, Justin. Who are you taking? I'm taking... What's the spread? Playoffs, usually closer games, A&M minus four and a half. You taking A and M with the spread? With the spread, A and M minus four and a half for Augie. I got A and M money line minus one ninety. All right, uh, last game of the day, eleven o'clock game. Very excited for this one. Clemson six seed against three seed Cal U. Um, this is a game that earlier in the year Clemson wins on like one of the final plays of the game, twenty five to nineteen final. Yes. Um, early nine o'clock game in that one. In that game. I before the po- on the podcast before the game I said that Collis was going to have to watch out for the long arms and the batting down of the defensive line of Clemson that turned into being the difference in the game. There was a pick six at the line, um, and that they lost ended up losing by six. But that's not the reason why they lost. I just wanted to say that um, for this game, Collis needs to learn from that mistake. He needs to make sure that that doesn't happen again because Ubeer, Alex Cocker, those guys are going to be um, in his face and. It's going to be a, a battle, an absolute battle. I expect we don't see Ryan Oshbar on the line for Cal U. I expect we see Tommy Pierce on the line for Cal U. Um, that bolsters their offensive line. No offense to Ryan, but Tommy is definitely the better option here for the playoffs. I think we're going to see a lot of Collis running. I think we're going to see a lot of Collis running. Um, he led the league in touchdown rushing rushes, this touchdown rushes this year. Um, he likes to use his feet when down by the red zone. Um, and he likes to use the screen game with Will Saba, uh, Douglas off the line, another big weapon for them. Uh, they're going to be right, ready to go. Collis is ready to make his run in this league. Um, he he solidified a three C with a forfeit win in the last week of the season to get to seven and three. Um, yeah, I, I don't have much more to say right now. You want to talk about the game a little bit? Yeah, you know, we're talking about the Clemson line being great. You know, the other side, you got Douglas and, and Mancini. Yep. Those guys are going to have to step up. They're going to have to prove. Will. Yeah, and oh, I keep forgetting Jay. Yep. Can't forget Jay. Jay's a great flag puller, one of the best in the league. Good leader on defense as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a great line on that side, and they got to show up. They, what's, your, what's your key for Clemson in this game? Uh, it's limited to turnovers. And, 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 like and score within before, a 10. Yeah, do not play scared. Yeah, this is a game that if this team in Cal U senses your senses your scared yeah. play calling or your blood in the water, they're sharks. Yeah, they are sharks. Um, they are definitely looking to to take this game by the horns and kind of run with it. Um, what what are you saying? Cal U is the whale play of the day. Cal U is all he's well play of the day. Um, I also in this game going to take Cal U. I think if Clemson's going to win, Trevor, Trevor, they have to get out to a t- uh, um, um, an early start, an early fast start, score and go up and put the game pressure on Cal U. Um, Cal U is not going to be a team that folds under pressure or anything like that. I'm just saying that if you're trying to win this game, Trevor, you cannot be playing this game from behind because Cal U is a very good defense and they have an offense that can run the clock, run the ball, and kind of just control a game. So I'm taking Cal U. I think that Trevor has the ability to win this game. Clemson is a very good team. Um, they're solid on all fronts. They're just going to have to play. They're going to have to execute a high level, and they cannot leave points on the board. They have to score, and they have to score when they get inside the ten yard line. So um, I'm taking Cal U. I think big day for Will Saba. Big day for Nick Douglas. When uh, Cal went on their their uh, mini losing streak, uh, I watched how they responded and and what they did. 
to correct their mistakes to get them to uh, start winning again. And, and, you know, that's all on Collis. Uh, like I said, love the way he plays. I love the way he thinks. He's a, he's a smart, you know, he has a high IQ on that field. So uh, he'll make the adjustments that's necessary. He's played this team before. It was a close game. I think that uh, he's going to get over the hump on this one. Little bulletin board material. Collis texted me after that first game. And all he said to me was, "I hope I see them in the playoffs." So well, he gets his wish. wish. He gets his wish. Um, I think last time they played, it was a very high spirited. There was a lot of talking shit at, at times in this game. I know Kyle's posted on Instagram uh, him making someone fall from that team in the first in their first meeting. All fun and games, but Collis definitely uh, could smell blood in the water if they if they come out nervous or they come out and lay an egg early my, in the game. My one suggestion is for uh, for, for Cal is get your coverages right. You got beat in the last game because your coverage was wrong on the last play. Okay. Get your coverage right. I think I think Collis definitely understands that and will definitely have the right players in the right positions come end the game situations. This is the playoffs, man. Um, I Way tell. To go home. Listen, I tell my teams every year your regular season performance is your tryout to be on the field in the playoffs because in the playoffs you got to play your best players and. Um, for some of you guys, you might not see a lot of playing time in the playoffs. That just comes with the territory. Um, captains, you do what you gotta do to win these games, and I'm excited for a very exciting Mother's Day edition of Bear Down Playoffs and Bear it's Down Football. Win or go home. Win. Get it right. Win or go home. Get your right. Get yourself right. Execute plays. Have a good game plan because I promise you, I've been saying it all year, but I promise you, especially right now, every team is coming in with a solid game plan. If you are at all the games, you will hear teams calling out other teams' plays during the game before the play happens. So, um, be ready for it. Be very exciting. Come ready to play. Um, and uh, yeah, make sure to subscribe on all platforms and the YouTube channel wherever you're listening. Peace.